Thank you for tuning into the weekly sermon from Journey of Hope, a United Methodist community. We are a welcoming community that fosters belonging and acceptance. Through ministries, we enable individuals to transform their lives as they learn to follow Jesus Christ. We follow the guidance of the Spirit in sharing our faith through missional adventures, building relationships, and offering our witness to our community and world. We serve the Elgin, Illinois area and are located at the corner of Randall Road and Highland. To learn more about us, you can check us out at johumc.org or any of our social media platforms by searching Journey of Hope. And now, here is this week's message. Today's scripture reading is from Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 20. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, to which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all the kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me, that whenever I speak, Words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly, as I should. Please stand for the reading of the gospel, which is from John chapter 6, 56 through 69. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your ancestors ate manna and died, but whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. He said this while teaching in a synagogue in Capernaum. On hearing it, many of his disciples said, this is a hard teaching, who can accept it? Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, does this offend you? Then what if you see the son of man ascend to where he he was before? The spirit gives life, the flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the spirit and life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray them. He went on to say, this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the father has enabled them. From this time, many of the disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. May God bless the reading, hearing, and understanding of his word. Amen. Will you pray with me? Loving God, we have come to hear your word. We come to feel your presence. 
And so, God, I ask that you would speak, that, uh, that the words that I would speak would no longer be my own, but, God, they would be your words, your message for your people. God, we are listening. Give us what our heart desires this day. In Jesus' name, amen. So today we, we continue on our journey. We've got a, got a few things uh, here for this expedition that you probably noticed as you came in. Uh, things that you would take with you if you were to go on a hike. Or, but I think, you know, our journey that we talk about today is more than just a, a day or two trip. This is a lifetime so I want to remind you that here at Journey of Hope, we are also on a journey. We look to fulfill our mission to live out our faith as we encourage others to become disciples of Christ for the transformation of the world through our vision statement. We are a welcoming community that fosters belonging and acceptance. Through ministries, we enable individuals to transform their lives as they learn to follow Jesus Christ. We follow the guidance of the Spirit in sharing our faith through missional adventures, building relationships, and offering our witness to our community and to the world. Belonging, changing, and sharing. This is the vision. This is the journey that we are all on. This is the path that that we have chosen and one that God not only meets us on, but also travels with us. You see, we walk together side by side through this life as we grow in our faith and our knowledge of God and as we grow in our relationships with each other. What a journey this is, and and I am so glad that we are all on this together. Well, like every good journey or expedition, we need to bring things with us. We need food, water, and other provisions to help us along this journey. And so we continue our short worship series about some of the things that we need for the journey. Wisdom, strength, and hope. Along this path, I hope that you will find what you are needing today for your journey with Jesus. So let me remind you of our gospel reading this morning. Not so much of the content of, uh, of the teaching that Jesus was, was offering, because that, as that turns out, that is really looking forward to the sacrament of Holy Communion, but with the response of those who were following. They said that this was hard, a hard teaching. This was hard work. Not that it was hard to understand, but that it was requ- what was re- actually required of them. That was going to be difficult. And many turned back. They turned away from Jesus, from the life-giving presence of God in their lives. Why? Why would they want to turn away like that? I wondered maybe if they lacked the strength to keep on going. They, like us, are, are on a journey, and things are needed along the way. If we lack any number of things, we will fall short. We'll get tired, burned out, or or maybe even lose our sense of direction. Maybe that was the case. These people had been with Jesus for a while and listened to his teaching. They thought that they understood and and that maybe they relied too heavily on their own actions 
and understanding. Not asking God for the wisdom, the strength, and the hope that is needed for the journey of their lives. Something failed and they gave up. They turned around and they quit the journey. This is not what God wants for us. This is not what God desires for all of you. We need to continue on our journey and finish the race set before us, as Paul has said. There are times when we, when we need wisdom to get us through, and there's other times when we need strength. I wonder if you can remember times when you felt you lacked the strength to go on. You remember the, what kind of strength you needed? In those times? Was it the strength to complete a task? Stamina to reach the end of the goal? Or maybe it was strength that comes in protection against the forces against you, kind of like putting on the full armor of God that Amy just read for us. Maybe it was just tapping into God's strength in difficult times. For me, there's been many times when I feel like I can accomplish anything. Even though my wife will tell you that I can't. <laughs> I feel like I have the knowledge, the expertise, and the talent to do things that are out of my area of focus. If you remember, a few weeks ago I did explain that I cannot mud drywall. One of the things that are not in my wheelhouse. It's out of my area of expertise. But I think there's times when we, when we are placed in certain situations where we don't have all the knowledge or the skills to complete a project and we need to rely on someone else. What if that someone else is truly God? Have you ever found yourself in a conversation with someone and you really didn't know what to say? You didn't know if the words were going to come out? Did you just say what you think? Or did you rely on something else? There was, a, there was a father who was watching his young son as he tried and tried and tried again to pick up this huge stone out of his sandbox so that he could play. He made all kinds of attempts to try to move that stone before finally collapsing in the sandbox, surely defeated by this stubborn rock. His father came outside and talked with him, and he says, What's wrong, son? can't you lift the rock out? The boy responded, no, I can't do it. Have you used all the strength that's available to you? Asked the father. Yes, I just can't get it to move. No, you haven't, the father said. You haven't asked me to help. How many times do we feel like we are this little boy, bound and determined to do something all by ourselves, running into problems because we just can't do something. By ourselves, we're stuck. We can't move the rock. We can't accomplish the goal. We're spinning our wheels and we are going nowhere. But if we would just ask for help, if we would just go to God in prayer, asking God for God's strength to be manifested within us, we could do it. You remember Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ 
who strengthens me. If we ask for the strength from our Creator, certainly it will be given. Sometimes it is given directly to us. We've heard testimony about words coming just at the right time when, uh, that others needed to hear. And we've also heard stories of incredible feats of strength in tragic times. These are divine interventions where strength is given. Where do you need to ask for strength today? Where do you need God's strength today? Whether it's in a task or a conversation or maybe it's just something emotionally that you're trying to get over. One area that I think that we need the most strength is, uh, is when we face difficult times. There's moments when we feel, uh, these are the moments that we feel most defeated, exhausted, ready to give up. I believe that, I think that we all reach those points at some point in our lives. And maybe, as I'm talking about this, you're thinking about one of those times in your past where you felt exhausted, defeated, ready to give up. Maybe you're in one right now. And maybe you're sitting here in the sanctuary or, or watching online and you're thinking, God, yes, I'm at that point. I don't, I don't know how I can take another step forward. And so I need strength. How do we make it through? How do we face another minute with this huge burden on our hearts? We ask for strength that only God can provide, especially in those times We aren't really sure. Those times that we're not really sure that we need, or what we need anyway. Keith, I'm glad you're here this morning. Uh, Keith will tell you about a pastor by the name of John Claypool. He's probably actually reading a book by John Claypool right now. Uh, (laughs) And some of you may already know this story. But here's where I find an example of strength that only God can provide. At the time, John was the pastor of Crescent Hill Baptist Church in Louisville. It was during his time uh, of his ministry at that place that his daughter was diagnosed with leukemia. When she had gone into remission, everyone thought God had healed her, celebrating. However, on an Easter Sunday morning, she had a recurrence. In his books, in his book, uh, Tracks of a Fellow Struggler, Claypool says that his daughter asked, Daddy, did you talk to God about my leukemia? He said, yes. We've been praying for you. She asked, did you ask him how long the leukemia would last? What did, what did God say? What do you say to your daughter When you can't help her, and the heavens seem silent. A few hours hours later, Claypool's daughter died. The following Sunday, John got up to preach. His text was Isaiah 40, 31. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary, and they will walk and not faint. 
there are three stages of life, Claypool said. Sometimes we mount up with wings like eagles and fly. We are on top of the world. Sometimes we run and we don't grow weary. We kind of go through those routines. But sometimes the best we can do is walk and not faint. That's where I am right now, he said. I need your prayers. At the moment that Claypool was at his lowest, he preached probably the most influential sermon. Like Paul, he could say, for when I am weak, then I am strong. God's strength is made perfect in our weakness. When we feel like we haven't an ounce of strength left, when we feel like we can't even lift our heads to see the horizon, that's when God's kicks in and helps us get across that line. I can remember times in my life when I faced circumstances like that. When Stephanie was in the hospital, it took everything that Sherry and I had to get through a week at a time, sometimes a minute at a time. Thankfully, God gave us the strength we needed just at the moment that we needed it. When we weren't sure if we were going to have funds for the necessities, God always provided. When you're overextended and wondering if there will be enough left in the account, you can feel like you have no energy left, no strength to rely on, but trust that God will provide strength, especially when it's needed. And so, if, I mean, if you're in those, one of those places where you are facing difficult times, maybe it's a medical diagnosis, a surgery, emotional trauma, family issues, or maybe you just find yourself in the bottom of a pit looking for a way out, for strength to pull yourself out, let me offer these words to you. God sees you, and God loves you. God sees you right where you are, and God loves you, and God wants to offer this strength. Trust that the one who created all things in the order of all things will deliver you from that situation. God will provide the strength needed for your journey. Be still and know that God will take care of you. Finally, we, we need to ask God for strength daily. I think that's something that we all need. When we spend our 15 minutes alone with God, we should be asking for strength and for wisdom for the day. We need to be aware that God's strength comes in more than just the big situations. It's available to use every day, every moment. Throughout our lives, we get knocked down over and over again. Many great leaders will tell you that it's not how many times you get knocked down, but it's how many times you get back up. That defines leadership. When you fail to get back up is when the failure truly comes in. And so since we're in the middle of preseason, here's a couple of statistics for you. Walter Payton was 5 foot 10 inches tall and weighed in at a whopping 202 pounds. Not particularly large by NFL standards. 
especially today. But yet, he held the record for the most rushing yards for a long time, 16,726 yards. That meant during his career, he carried the ball more than nine miles. It's a long way. However, more telling of who Walter was, every 4.4 yards of those nine miles, he got knocked down by somebody bigger than him. But he kept getting up and getting up and getting up again and again. When you get knocked down, possibly by someone or something bigger than you, allow yourself to be filled with God's Spirit and get back up again. Get back up again. Tap into the strength that only God can provide for your journey of hope. God wants to give you strength. Wants to give strength to all of us. God desires nothing for the best of it. We need to ask for it. Receive it, and then put it into practice. This happens in our personal lives and the life of this church, Journey of Hope. We are truly on this journey together, and we all need strength for the journey. And so let us ask our loving and all-powerful God for the strength required to keep traveling on our journey of hope. Will you pray with me? Creator God, Almighty God, God, there are times that we need strength. We need the strength to put one foot in front of the other, to lift our heads in the morning, and to journey this life. And so, God, as we have heard these words, God, we know that that there are places in our lives where we need strength. And so, God, I ask that at this moment, that as each and every one of us lift up those areas to you, that you will hear where we need strength today. And so I encourage all of you here this morning just to lift up that to the Lord this morning. Lift up those areas where you need strength today. God, hear our prayers. Hear those prayers of of much-needed strength. And offer that to us. Give us the strength and courage to to take the next step. To dive into something new. To to look a disease or an illness in the face and say that, that you will not have the last word. Give us the strength that we need today. The strength that we need tomorrow and the next day and the day after that. Fill us with your spirit so that we may know that that strength is always available to us. God, we ask this in the the mighty and the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Our 
Our closing song this morning talks about that friend that we have in Jesus, that we can call on him in all these moments where we need extra strength. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a what a wonderful power to tap into when, when we need the strength. So I encourage you to do that. When you feel exhausted and wiped out and need that extra little bit to get you across the finish line, tap into God's strength. Ask him for the protection that you need, the strength that you need, the wisdom that you need as we go along this journey. And so as we go forth from this place, go forth knowing that the love of God, the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit goes with you. And it certainly goes with you always. Amen.